Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk Podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. It has been a while since I created anything for Spirit Talk. And to be honest with you, I was uninspired, and I really had a lack of oomph. I had been feeling quite apathetic and quite honestly overwhelmed with life. We all go through it. Life can be a lot, especially for highly sensitive people who have gone through spiritual awakening. And the thing about developing intuition and releasing trapped emotions and teaching ourselves to feel is we feel everything. (laughs) There have been times in my life where well, actually a lot of, of time in my early life where I walked around very self-protected, very boundaried and safe. And when I started intentionally developing my psychic abilities, I very quickly realized pretty much immediately that that journey of developing our spiritual abilities is really about self as much as it is about spirit. And in working with my guides and spirit team, I have been urged to drop those walls and feel more. And I have been learning to allow my emotions to move through me and truly experience them. My guides and higher self really taught me that I'll be missing out and not achieving my potential unless I lean into feeling rather than bypassing feelings. And I understand that souls come into human bodies in order to experience emotion and and learn to navigate life in this often dense energy and how to evolve within the 3D world. And by evolve... I mean, learning ourselves and doing our best and learning ourselves is a huge bit of that. For me, a major lesson that my soul came here to learn on this earth plane is to be more open to others and be brave enough to be vulnerable emotionally and be part of community. And that is one of the biggest reasons that I started this podcast and the online community on Facebook. So let me get vulnerable with you all. Lately, I have been feeling a bit overwhelmed by life. I'm kind of on the other side of it, which is why I'm able to share now. And recognizing that before I reached total burnout, for me, that's huge. In the past, I may have ignored feelings And kind of treated them like weakness and berated myself for not being good enough, which may have led me to double down, showing myself I've got this and overloading myself more and leading to complete burnout. Thank goodness it didn't go there. The work I have done around lowering my heart walls 
is really incredible. And part of that heart opening I have experienced over the past several years, and and thanks in part to my intention to develop my intuition, that's really led me to this heart opening. All that is um, allowing me to be able to see the forest through the trees. So I can feel myself headed to spiritual burnout and To be honest, I'm quite proud that I did recognize it so I can make some shifts in order to save myself from being completely and totally despondent, depressed, and burnt out. Burnout will only build those heart walls again. I know myself enough to know that. I feel safe and protected when I'm burnt out if I am separated, even though that's actually not true. (laughs) So I would isolate and I know that is not the highest path. So here I am talking a little bit about this. What is spiritual burnout and how do we get out of burnout? Or if we aren't quite there and we're nearing it, how how do we avoid that completely? And I'll speak from my experience as well as in general terms. First, Spiritual burnout can happen to anybody, and it's not the fault of the person experiencing it. As I said before, life on earth can be quite difficult to navigate. Really, in the best of times, it isn't super easy. I know that to be true because of my own life and how people have described their lives. And also, I have channeled that information from spirit. That has been something of great interest to me, channeling, that is. And I look forward to doing that more uh, in the upcoming future here. The few times that I have channeled from a collection of souls, I have received the information that this earth plane is dense for our souls to wade through. And that's by design. It is an earth school. You've heard probably many other people who channel or who are mystics or psychics describe this dimension, this this place we live as earth school. And on an upcoming episode, I'm sure I will explore and discuss channeling a little bit more with you spirit talkers. My point is burnout can happen to anybody and it's not something to beat ourselves up about which is something I definitely would have done in the past before I was as emotionally evolved. So what are some signs of burnout? Well, exhaustion. Not just being tired, but feeling tired to the bones. It feels like there isn't enough sleep in the world that could fix this type of exhaustion because it's like a soul soul exhaustion. (laughs) Uh, and yeah, it feels generally pretty gross. Like you're not tired physically in your body yet you are, but it's, it's like a, a deep to the bone exhaustion and it, some, it's not really lifting. That can be a sign of burnout. Also that can go hand in hand with hopelessness, like not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, feeling trapped, feeling stuck somewhere, but not even being able to move from where you are. Like, like you're not fighting to get out of this stuckness. You're just hopeless. Uh, A feeling of powerlessness, feeling as if there's no way you can get yourself out of this. And a sense of very low 
life force energy. Uh, Another thing that is something people can experience in this burnout phase or burnout experience is no satisfaction. I definitely was starting to feel that as I was heading toward burnout. Feeling dull, apathetic, less enthusiasm. Uh, True burnout would be like no enthusiasm. Maybe as you're kind of heading that path, you're you're feeling a little bit less enthusiastic. Um, This can go along with kind of a stifled inner child. So not recognizing the fun, joy, and playful energy that is available to us. Speaking of inner child, another thing that somebody can be feeling when they're in this state is abandonment or a feeling of being abandoned, a feeling of being disconnected from source. Remember, you are never disconnected from source, but it doesn't mean you can't feel that way sometimes within your energy and feeling alone, lonely, as if nobody cares. And this all can kind of be in a loop. You can get into a loop of it where it feels like you're not getting out of it. Personally, my ego had been really on overdrive over the past month, month and a half. I'd been stubborn as heck, thus no episode for a while. I've been overwhelmed with how much has come up to heal this year. And my ego being on overdrive, I was having loops of thoughts of nobody cares. Why am I even doing this? Um, you know, it's not, not just with regard to the podcast, but in general terms, you, you know, your ego is a real asshole, (laughs) excuse my language. Sometimes it is a necessary part of humanity, but mine was really on overdrive. So that kind of led to these, these feelings and kind of a spiraling sense of heading toward burnout. That kind of brings me to what are some things that can cause spiritual burnout? Well, believe it or not, healing is one of the things that can lead us there. Healing can be exhausting to our systems. It takes a lot of energy. Another thing is ascension. So as you're healing, you're you're ascending in your energy and purging old energy in order to take in more light is what ascension is. As our vibrations rise, it can be difficult on the physical body. Our light bodies generally rise with ease and can only go so far before the physical body really has to catch up. And our physical 3D body that is made up of matter, not light, is slower to ascend and it can feel quite uncomfortable. So something that can cause us to burn out is rapid ascension when we are not integrating our body and our our soul. Another thing, and we all know this and we've all done this, is pushing through, like really digging in and pushing so hard. So the healing is happening, the ascension is happening, and that's all the soul's experience, but the pushing too much is the human self taking over. Feeling uncomfortable in the body can drive someone to try to get out of it as quickly as possible. And the ego says, sure, I can heal quickly, ascend and work and have a happy family and work outside the home to a job with an hour commute. I can do all that. 
I can do all that and push past these uncomfortable feelings so that it will be over quicker. Well, that is a form of self-torture and it just doesn't work out. Ultimately, it does not work and it leads us to burnout. Any one of those things could be happening or all of them or a combination of them could be happening to a person who is in burnout or headed toward burnout, spiritually speaking. And that kind of brings me to, okay, what can we do about it? What are some solutions? Recently, I recognized, oh man, I am headed toward burnout. I I turned to my guides and, and universe for support and answers And I have my personal prescription that I have kind of written myself (laughs) with the help of spirit and everyone's exact recipe could look a bit different. So let me generalize here. What are some things we can do to course correct when headed toward burnout or get out of a burnout state? A key, a big, big key is to connect to reality. Aren't we always connected to reality? Our reality is our own experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean the 3D world, the thing that sometimes spiritual people um, think is low brow or low vibe or that they are better than. And, And that's part of the reason why I'm talking about this on the episode as well is to shed some light on, yeah, people go through human stuff and we are living in the 3D world. We can't just pretend like we don't. So sometimes going through spiritual awakening can make us really aloof. And part of coming out of a burnout or one of those low vibe kind of states is to reconnect, activate the senses, come back into the physical. Because we can get a bit lost being deep in the spirit world all the time. Connecting with spirit so much can make us lose connection to everyday reality. I hope I'm explaining that well. And making it difficult to really feel comfortable in the body because we aren't spending time there. So being here now when doing everyday kind of tasks like dishes or laundry or whatever it is, being mindful and present during those activities really helps to anchor us into our body. Feel the little drip of water in the dishwasher on your hand. Feel the way that uh, the laundry feels coming out of the dryer. You know, get your senses activated. And that is an imperative part of being human. We chose to come and experience being human. So being deep in spirit land all the time is a way of bypassing the full human experience and a form of escapism. If we're escaping the body, we won't be in touch with what the body is telling us. And it really keeps the score. There's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. And it's speaking to us all the time. We cannot listen and we cannot use our body as the beautiful, amazing, fine-tuned instrument that it is if we're not spending time within it. So one of the ways is to be present, activate the senses, connect to the 3D world. That really helps with burnout spiritually. Another thing is to stop pushing. Stop pushing yourself. Rest, relax, recuperate. Take a break from inner work. 
enjoy life, play, have fun. Allow the inner child to explore the world from their perspective. There are moments in a person's spiritual journey when it's time to take a pause from inner work. Allow in some flow and ease. It doesn't always have to be hard work. Not doing the inner work doesn't mean that you're taking steps backwards. It means that you're just putting it down for a while to experience life in a lighter way. And you can get back to it and you'll feel more fortified to take on the work again after a pause to experience fun and joy and allow that inner child to seek wonder in the world. And of course, patience. Understanding that life is like a river. Just as water flows in a river, our lives go through different speeds, currents, seasons, It can flow slowly or quickly or meander at a gentle pace. It can be bumpy or smooth. It can get really wide and big or become quite narrow. And my point being is we can never expect life to be the same. It is fluid. It's always changing. And having patience with ourselves is paramount, especially during times when things feel tough. My final tip, and this really did come straight from my guides because I still struggle with this, is asking for help. Knowing that we're not alone is food for the soul and the nourishment we need sometimes to endure difficulty. Just knowing that we aren't alone and feeling connected to others. Being alone, we can learn ourselves. And there is a lot to be said for that and a period of time where that could be necessary, but being alone and loneliness are different. Our spirits are meant to connect with others. Asking for help is not easy. It's something I am learning and working on. And who knows, maybe that is one of the lessons I'll I'll have through my whole life. I've only got minutely better at it. And of course, this show is called Spirit Talk, so I'll remind everybody that one has a team on the other side, the invisible helpers, and it's important to remember that spirit will not violate our free will. They don't step in and go, oh, they need a little tweak here, a little tweak there to correct their path and go ahead and do it. When it comes to spirit communication, it's a two-way street. We need to reach out and ask them for help and what we need help with. So, you know, you can reach out to your spirit team, but also friends, family, members of your community, physicians, if you need to. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that or shameful about that. And something that my guide has shown me is ask higher self, spirit guides, angels, whoever you connect with or feel um, safe to ask in the spirit world to re-energize our light body. I'm pausing here for effect. To re-energize our light body. And that alone can be extremely helpful when we're feeling low. And I'm going to go more in depth on that in another time in describing 
what exactly I mean by that, but we can ask spirit to re-energize our light body. And um, I share all this because I have the perspective now to look back and see what I was experiencing. I'm feeling much more energized and excited about life again. I have that drive and inspiration, and for that I am so grateful. And I know that some of you may be in a dark night of the soul or a spiritual burnout or can remember when you've experienced it. And I I want you to know that you aren't alone and I want you to feel understood and validated. The spiritual path does not have to feel isolating. We are in this thing together. And I also want to share this card an oracle card that is super relevant here. I do pull a card or two myself pretty much every day, um, sometimes from a few decks, but I have had a go-to deck lately that is Sacred Destiny Oracle by Denise Lin. It's really one of my faves. And while I was going through this kind of period of heading toward burnout and feeling quite low, I had what some people call a stalker card. <laughs> And I love that term. It means a card that's stalking you. You pull it over and over. I'll post the card on my my Instagram page and I'll read it now. I, I know some of you listening need this card today and I'm really urged by spirit to share it. Uh, this card has a feather on it and the word simplicity. I've mentioned before that my brother-in-law brings me black feathers. I've had like, six just over the past five days and when thank you thank you so much universe and Dave and just I'm having a moment of gratefulness right here those feathers just make my heart sing every time I find them and when I saw the artwork on the card as it stalked me and I know word of the lie I pulled this card more than 10 times in a few weeks And I had not previously pulled the card for myself at all. The feather on the card brought me joy and resonance. And I thought, okay, (laughs) this is for me. The cool thing about this deck is it has a little write-up about the imagery first and then the message. And I'll read the whole thing here. Simplicity, white feather. Imagine a single white feather illuminated against a blue sky wafting on warm air currents as it floats to the earth with simplicity and grace. Both Native Americans and Egyptians thought feathers were messages from the sky gods. Chiefs would wear feathers to symbolize their communing with the creator. And it was believed when one wore feathers on one's head, messages from a human could travel to spirit. Likewise, messages and energy from the spiritual realms could travel back down to the human through the hollow shaft of the feather. Feathers were also wafted through the air to cleanse and purify a space. Love that so much. This deck is great. I'll share a picture of this deck as well. Uh, The sacred landscape wants you to know. So this is the message from, from the card. To find a sacred simplicity and have clarity in your life, do only what matters. Release everything else. Simplify your life. Scan all areas and clear both internal and external clutter. Rest, 
rejuvenate, and only participate in what is truly important to you. Relinquish everything else. When your life is cluttered with objects, relationships, time constraints, and emotions, there's no room for spirit. There's too much static, too much stuff to connect to your soul. The smallest amount of clutter clearing can make the big difference. (sighs) So that is the card, the stalker card I had throughout this period I experienced. I hope that some of you got something from that. Next up on Spirit Talk, I will be talking about some deep stuff. This will be information I bring through mostly channeling, and I will also pull from knowledge I have received during readings. And I want to get into some philosophy around babies in spirit and suicide. Yes, I I said deep stuff and I meant it. If you have any burning questions or are curious about these topics and want me to address specific things, uh, please shoot me a message on Instagram or in the Facebook group, Spirit Talk, A Soul Tribe, or on email. All of those links will be in the show notes. If you love Spirit Talk, please consider giving it a rating and review. Also, I'm loving the group, you guys. Thank you so much for being active on there. It has actually really helped me lately kind of come up out of this low vibe and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the love. Thank you. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining me. Until we meet again, friends. 